You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. You're listening to a Countout Podcast. You're listening to a Countout Podcast. Welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe, the only show in the entire universe. That's right, that every single week we book Raw and SmackDown. Both shows, both brands, every single god dang week on this program for over two years now. And it's not just me, your host, Ryan Knightsey. I'm always joined by Mikey Mac Freddy. Mikey, your Mike Ma- remember because of the McDonald's thing. I, I finally got, got it. consistent. I got the through line. Mikey Mac Freddie, Mikey McFreddie, my co-host as always. Mikey, how are you doing, bud? Pretty good. I actually did just have some McDonald's before this recording a little while ago for dinner because uh, everyone's out of my house, so I had to I had to be in the, I had to feed myself. <laughs> so you're in sort of a home alone situation. Did you put on aftershave and then it burned or something? Yes. A classic Home Alone moment. Put on aftershave, even though I still have a beard. A full beard. <laughs> I, so I like how like this show we just we've turned our backs, or specifically, we haven't turned our backs on Taco Bell. Ta- we're still open. I think you uh, you would agree we're still open to Taco Bell, but we're sort of uh, moved on from it, as it were, because it moved a, on from a, us. It's a shaky relationship for sure. Yes, it's complicated, as it were. Yeah, uh, and we moved on to bigger and better things. I do say it's that like, it's like you fell in love with somebody, and then they're just starting to reveal their toxic traits. And by t- by toxic traits, I mean them taking out the potatoes. <laughs> what a weird toxic trait of taking out the potatoes. Uh, Getting rid of the thing you like about them the most. <laughs> I guess that's true. I've been trying to introduce more healthier fast food options, and that's always been my thing of like. That's an interesting statement, healthier fast food. Well, that's like the issue, right? Is like trying is fast food options that are, you know, getting something that's quick, but also relatively healthy. And and one of the places that are relatively healthier, I would argue, than like a McDonald's, than like a Taco Bell is Trops, Tropical Smoothie. Oh, I love Tropical Smoothie. Or Trop Smoo, as I like to call it. Um, it's basically your classic smoothie place that, uh, gets you like paninis and stuff and it's great and I enjoy it, but I don't get it all the time. 
but and the reason I say, the, the reason I say it's relatively healthier is because they also add like because it's smoothies a butt ton of sugar in it. I mean, yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm eating like a caprese chicken panini press sandwich instead of like a burger from McDonald's. Yeah, that's made out of whatever. Who knows? Beaver, <sighs> beaver butt. <laughs> Only reference I think me, you, and hopefully other. We'll get Beaver Butt or some shit. Um, I just listened to that episode yesterday at work. <laughs> great. Um, you know what? Also, I want to talk about Mikey. Uh, we you got we launched a brand new ship on this god dang network, and congratulations! Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, Independent Waters is the name of the new show. It comes out every Wednesday right here on this this podcast feed where you're listening to us, and also on its own feed uh, over on iTunes. So if you want, go give that five stars on both places. Give Go on this feed and give it five star. Give it five six star reviews, and then go on the other feed and give it six five star reviews. Yes, these are, are these are not these are not demands. These are threats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Legally, we're I'm joking. threatening you with even more episodes coming up in the future. <laughs> so you better give us those reviews. Yes, uh, th- uh, legally we're not threatening you, but legally, <laughs> but figuratively, <laughs> figuratively, mother trucker. You're going down. We're bringing a butt to courthouse town. Nah, it fell apart in my hands. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I'm really glad you started that show. Mikey's Indy 500 was on hold for quite a while, and I'm glad you've come back sailing, I guess would be the better term, instead of swinging. Aye, aye, oh, Captain. Uh, I think also, I think that's one my one my one note for the show is it needs more ahoys and needs uh, more... We need more- pirate talk matey my pirate terms i'll give you my pirate list from my previous dungeons and dragons pl- uh, podcast pretty wizard uh, i yes. i'll give you, you that you land lover did i ever tell you that i'm pretty wizard yeah. so i yeah for, you had the, the pirate character you made a bunch of pirate I, slang just I, like just like my co-host zach batista for his for his uh character who has an australian accent he has a he has a list of just perfect. australian slang I remember a note I got from Kane, or the DM on that show, uh, that I wasn't. He made fun of me because I didn't say enough pirate things. So I printed out a, li- a two-page list of pirate terms, and I had them out in front of me as we played. And I still barely said them, but every once in a while, I'll shoehorn like I'll look at it and say something. I remember. I, I remember at one point I came in that day trying to say a specific word, and I constructed a whole scene. Like conversation, just so I could say the word. What word was it? I don't remember, dude. I don't have. I I fairly have that. I probably have that somewhere. Just that sheet of paper that has all of it. I don't know. It was in that green folder. I don't know where that green folder went. Is in this file? Figure it out for the fans. Yes, it's one of those things. But it was just a giant list of pirate terms, and it was great. Um, I remember. And I remember one time I said a pirate term, and Kane was like, "What does that mean?" I was like, "Dude, it's a pirate term. I don't know." <laughs> Pirate, uh, it's a pirate word. Only pirates know. Obviously, matey. Um, <laughs> I like the pirate term of just slurs, like dumbass, dumbass. <laughs> instead of matey. <laughs> um, but yes, go check out Pretty Wizard. Uh, get a little plug. Um, but we're not here to play D anD. d We're not here eating. Oh, press, we're not press sandwiches. Let me put my drinking. Hold smoothies. on, I gotta, I gotta put my dice away. Hold on. I guess I say that even though we have in a way played D on the show before <laughs> kind of kind of uh we did also do that spin the wheel which we could have done with like the actual dice i guess of like a d20 
fair. But I like the I like the wheel. The wheel was fun. <laughs> uh, wheel, wheel was chaotic energy. Um, speaking of chaotic energy, welcome to Hit the Books, the only show, like I said, at the top of the card. <laughs> chaotic energy. Here's this intro we just had. <laughs> uh, basically, just to recap it again, if you're new here, welcome. Uh, if you're if you're old here, I guess it would be the opposite of that. You know what we're talking about. Basically, what we're doing every if, single if week. If you're new here, welcome. If you are not as new, you're still welcome. You're still welcome. I guess that's fair. You're always welcome. Um, but uh, again, thank you if you're new here. What we basically do every single week, Mikey and I present our own cards. I present Raw. He presents Sm- SmackDown. Write our own versions of those shows. Uh, and present them to each other blindly. I don't know what he wrote. I don't know what I wrote. And we've been prepping up for Clash of Champions. We do this every single week, so why not subscribe to get a full show? It's way better than Raw and SmackDown, I will add. Am I biased because I wrote one of those shows? Maybe. But also, legitimately, I would also argue it might be better. But that's besides the point. What the point is, is that we here today are going to present to you Raw and SmackDown, and you get the opportunity to then go on Twitter at HitTheBooksPod and vote on which card you thought was better, which will really have real ramifications for this show. And we'll get to that later, because Mikey, I won the poll last week. Uh, I won the poll just by audience votes, but then obviously with Zach's two extra votes for being a guest last week, Zach Batista from independent waters. Uh, every Wednesday. Perfect plug. Uh, because of that, I was able to, uh, you know, just expand my league lead further. Oof. So thank you. It was 60, 40 split. Smackdown giving the shaft. It was a 60, 40 split. But then when Zach added his, his, uh, that's not how math, math works. When Zach added his points, it became a, what is it? 66-33% split. It's like those extra six percentage points. I Eat I my blown dust. out again. Eat Unbelievable. my dust. Um, so, yeah, I won that. But either way, let's present Raw and SmackDown. We'll swap back and forth. We've been prepping for Clash of Champions, which also I should say is advertising this Sunday. Not just in WWE, I think. There was also a time when WWE had it as like the 20th and the 27th. I, don't, I actually don't know when it is. Either way, we're doing Clash of Champions this Sunday. Uh, Clash of Champions this Sunday. Every title is on the line. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Ideally. Ideally, every title is on the line. But we'll get well, isn't, to... that the, isn't that the whole thing about Clash of Champions? Yes, and we'll get to that. <laughs> I guess. I guess uh, seeing, seeing as my WWE Championship... Uh, 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 my WWE champion is, champion is currently uh, kidnapped. kidnapped yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens at Clash of Champions. Um, but uh, of course, we have the Clash of Champions pay review special this Sunday. So why not subscribe to not only get every single week's episode, uh, you can also get the Clash of Champions pay per view this Sunday. Is it worth it? Only you can find out by subscribing now and check it out. I say it's worth it, but why not? Why listen to me, the guy who's advertising it to you? Why not see for yourself? Um, so, Mikey, let's get into this actual show. We got Raw and SmackDown. Uh, we'll swip, swip. We'll go back and forth. Uh, we'll go back and forth. So, why not? I'll open this episode up with Raw. And what better way to open up with the faux WWE champion, Roman Reigns? The faux. I like the, I like the word the faux. Yes, he's both the, the guy that's fighting WWE champion, and also he's also the wearing guy. a bunch of furs that are not actually of fox furs, but they're 
faux fox furs. Roman Reigns, the man who kidnapped the WWE champion and made himself the WWE champion. A classic move. He walks out. If the king dies rules, whoever killed the king is now the king. Uh, Highlander, you mean. We're playing Highlander rules here. Uh, Highlander rules here on Raw. Uh, so Roman Reigns walks out, of course, again with Keith Lee's WWE Championship. Roman says that what he said last week remains to be true. I don't care about what others say. Others might say this is my WWE Championship. I work tirelessly for years to hold this. And the moment I earned it, you all booed me. You booed my moment. I imagine the crowd's booing yet again. You rejected me as your WWE champion, and once again, you are all proving my point. I deserve to be the WWE champion, so I took it. This is my fate. This is my destiny. The crowd's all booing him. What did you do with Keith Lee? He's just, he's not even, he's not even, I'm purposely doing it. Do I have to bring Detective Truth back? (laughs) Hard Truth. This is a case that deserves a hard truth, but alas, he's gone. Um, maybe Survivor Series will come into play. Uh, if Keith Lee's not back till Survivor Series, I'd bigger fish the fry. Someone better watch his ass at Clash of Champions. Detective Truth might be there to ask him some questions. Suddenly, Aleister Black arrives. Aleister Black tells Roman that you know what you have done. I have looked into your soul, Roman, and there is a massive amount of evil. You have decided to no longer work for your accomplishments, but rather steal them from those that deserve it. You are a leech. A leech I'm going to squash. Roman responds, telling Aleister Black that if he has a problem, why don't you actually do something about it? Uh, Creating a tense moment indeed. AJ Styles breaks the tension by saying that he's got a problem. First off, the conspiracy surrounding these losses I'm having. No one in the locker room deserves to be champion more than the phenomenal one AJ Styles. I just like this really tense moment Then friggin' AJ comes out and he's like, well, I deserve to be a WWE champion. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't listen to me. Uh, I've got no fair shots at the WWE Championship since I've been on Raw. And besides that, Al here cheated recently as well. You're no better than me, Black, and I'm going to prove it tonight. I am the phenomenal one AJ Styles. Just look at Roman. He knows I'm better than him because I beat him clean in this ring. Roman raises the WWE Championship. Styles tell him, tells him to shut up uh, because we all know you kidnapped and robbed Keith Lee for that thing. That is rightfully mine. Reigns attacks Styles. Aleister Black attacks Reigns. We get a brawl, folks. And that is basically how we opened up Raw. Incredible. What a What a big start. Big, big start. I still just love angry dad AJ Styles. Just just like in the middle of this there, and he's like, you see, you two are staring down, but I think I deserve the WWE Championship, and here's why. <laughs> I love it. I love I love angry dad AJ Styles. <laughs> I like the idea that he's just like not having any of anything ever. Like he's like, I, I love this. that picture on Instagram of AJ and Jeff Hardy arguing over the Intercontinental Championship. And it's just, it just look like two dads just, like, arguing over who gets the last, like, grill at Home Depot. <laughs> He's, it's like, they're both wearing their dad jeans. And yeah, exactly. Just, it's perfect. It's perfect. Well, Mikey, what's happening on SmackDown? I want to hear it. That was my show opener, folks. What's happening over, on SmackDown? 
Over on SmackDown, GM Page opens up the show, and she grabs Ooh. the mic and says, Hello, WWE Universe. Welcome to SmackDown Live. As you all know, this Sunday is Clash of Champions, and as per tradition, every title in WWE has to be defended. I'm, <laughs> I'm here tonight to make a special announcement. Last week, we had a new United States champion crowned, and my initial plan was to have a rematch between Pete Dunne and Tommaso Ciampa for the United States Championship. Unfortunately, Pete Dunne sustained a minor injury last week and won't be able to make it to Clash of Champions. <laughs> Wink. Great write-off. <laughs> a classic so new, write-off. So my new plan is to hold the 12-man Battle Royal tonight to determine a new number one contender for the United States oh. Championship. The competitors will be Mustafa Ali, Rey Mysterio, Drew Gulak, Mo- Mojo Raleigh, Dolph Ziggler, Jeff Hardy, Samoa Joe, Oni Lorcan, Robert Roode, Humberto Carrillo, Shelton Benjamin, and Dominic Mysterio. Ooh. Anyway, let's get SmackDown rolling tonight with our first match. Okay, I like that. I like I like the great solid write-off of Pete Dunne leaving and going to NXT. Mm-hmm. I like the... You know, it, you have one week to mail some sort of match for Clash of Champions, so why not uh, do a classic write-off, but then have the that sort of like build that quick quick battle royal, where that's a good lineup. That's a good lineup. Uh, there's some solid names in there. I like the idea that there's father and son in that battle royal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I assume they'll be tagging, but I, I'm interested to see what happens in there. Um, any one of those number of people could be interesting. Um, I would love to see any of those matches. I think maybe not Mojo Raleigh and, and what you don't want to see. You don't want to see matchup of the year Tommaso Ciampa versus Mojo Raleigh. <laughs> it doesn't appeal to me. I'm sure someone <laughs> wants to would love to see that match, but it doesn't currently appeal to me. Uh, but that's besides the point. Uh, but I'm very interested to see who will win that. Battle Royale, Mikey. Yes, I'm very excited to do said Battle Royale. Let's move back to Raw. Very quick, Mikey. Match number one, Ricochet versus The Miz. All right. Just just one of those quick throw-em-out-there matches. Ricochet picks up the win. Love it. Over The Miz. Just nothing no, you know, nothing special. We're just the fact that Two Fly Guys is over. Cedric Alexander's over on SmackDown now. Ricochet's coming in here. He's just going to have a quick singles match to get back on that singles foot train thing. Lost my metaphors again. Ricochet gets the win. All right. I like it. I like Ricochet picking up a win here. Yeah, it's good for him. Gotta singles. Get... He needs a singles push now. Let's build him up. It does ruin a lot. Of... That Cedric Alexander again leaving destroyed a lot of my future booking, but uh, I guess I'll build something out of the rubble. I'm sure you will. All right, match number one on SmackDown is Sasha Banks taking on Asuka in a one-on-one match in which Asuka gets the victory. Holy crap, Sasha Banks versus Asuka on the go-home. Spoiler alert, we we also have Bayley versus Ember Moon. Makes sense. But also, I I like, not only do I like that, Mikey, but I like Banks getting the win. Because she's the Asuka one. Oscar got the win, sir. Oscar got the one. Okay, then I yes. hate it. I oh, hate it. I'm sorry. I got. I'm. I'm. This is my take. I'm putting my take hat on. Uh, I hate it. Hot take. Oh no. I think. I. I. I think it's. I think you should have had Banks win because she's the one challenging for the title on Sunday. But Oscar winning. Can I defend that idea? 
I like the idea of Asuka winning. I, I wanted I wanted Asuka to get the win so they can get some momentum going into Clash of Champions. Because I feel like they just had a big loss a couple of weeks ago uh, in that tag team match, so I felt like they needed some momentum. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, I, I guess what I'm thinking is, I guess in a way, fifty-fifty thinking. Um, but it, I, I don't. I, I'm interested because then if I think it, I, I'm interested. I'm interested. I I I would have gone Banks here. But Asuka, I see. I see where you're coming from, Asuka, and I, I and I understand where you're coming from. These yeah. these are my thoughts. These I are, understand. These, these are my. They thoughts. are understandable thoughts. These are my thoughts on the platter. Hey, I'm getting it blind, and I'm reviewing it as I'm going. I'm, this is me live tweeting your SmackDown. I would have done this. <laughs> not even not even knowing where the full story is going. Not even knowing where the rest of the match is going to be. The rest of the show is going to be. I'm just giving my hot takes right off. Getting those sweet retweets. Baby, in the street, we get, get in that clout. Get in that clout, baby. The thing right, I what do we got thrive next on, on. Thing I thrive on, baby. Um, next on Raw, what do we have? Uh, we have a match. Alexa oh, Bliss. I would hope so. <laughs> uh, Alexa Bliss versus Tamina. All right. With of course Nia Jackson, Tamina's corner. That's it. Uh, <laughs> that's all. That's all. Uh, Tamina gets the win here. Big old win for Tamina. Big old uh, loss for Nia, uh, for Alexa Bliss. Yes, I'm sure Nia Jax played a, a hand in that win for Tamina, but Tamina gets the win here. Immediately following the match, after the match, Tamina continues her beatdown of Alexa Bliss. Nia Jax joins her. Someone's got to make the save, Mikey. Who is it? Is it Nikki Cross? Of course it is. Nikki Cross right. jumps Tamina from behind, chopping down her legs. Nikki faces down Nia and doesn't get the win in the fight but it allows Alexa Bliss to escape. All right. So basically, Nikki Cross comes in, chops down Tamina, takes on Nia, loses, but does so in a way that helps Bliss escape from the beatdown. So Nikki Cross ends up getting beaten down by Nia Jax, but she's, in a way, saved Alexa Bliss. All right. Yeah, so thoughts on that, I guess. Um, I like it a lot. I like the, I like uh, the build of Tamina Nia Jax and Tamina getting this big win and then uh, Nikki Cross coming in for the save because uh, it kind of gives us a, a little bit more of a... It, it builds their friendship a little more, I think. Yeah, and that was and that's the goal is I wanted to... Because I want to make... Tamina and Jax look powerful, but I want to have Cross make the save. So it's sort of like, what am I going to do here? So I wanted to make the save, but fail in the same vein. You know what I mean? Hmm. It's not a critical failure. It's not a critical success. It's a a ten, if you will, on the D twenty. <laughs> it's like a it's like a thirteen. Yeah, it's like okay, <laughs> you, you you took some damage, but it, you got it. You <laughs> did what you did what you were trying to accomplish. Yes. Um, so there we go. That is that match. Mikey, moving on over to SmackDown. Over on SmackDown, we have a segment uh, after that Sasha Banks Oscar match. It's Adam Cole pulling up to the arena, and the interview and an interviewer finds him. They ask him about his match this Sunday against Drew McIntyre for the Universal Championship. Cole starts. Drew, you like to say you're the hunter, but this time you've become the hunted because Adam Cole is going to beat your ass into the ground this Sunday and win that Universal Championship. Oh, and by the way. I left you a little good luck present in your trophy room. 
Oh, he's, he he pooped in his pooped on the title, didn't he? Oh, you got me right. You spoiled the surprise. He pooped on his title. I knew it. He's Adam he Cole dropping a big. <laughs> Adam Cole dropping a a, a baby sized deuce. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible content. What are we doing on this show? What am I? Why am I here? <laughs> <What am> I... <laughs> Why am I creating the image of Adam Cole pooping on a WWE title? I don't know, man. This is the, you know, typically we don't record this at like 8 o'clock at night. And maybe that's the issue. (laughs) Maybe that's the issue for me is that I shouldn't be doing this because I create those images. Ah, geez. We should get off this topic, shouldn't we? Uh, Adam Cole pulling up. I had the thought for whatever reason when he said pulling up of him pulling up in some sort of non-car because then I had the thought, does anyone arrive... Adam, Adam Cole ro- rolls up on his bicycle. Yeah, like something like that. I was Besides maybe Darby Allen. But uh, is there anyone that go, like has done those entered the arena, like coming to work late, apparently, Adam Cole? Uh, well, he was Well, he was giving... He was leaving Drew McIntyre. Good luck, present. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but I, I wonder, like, if there has ever been... Uh, I can't remember a single moment in his wrestling history where someone rolled up to the arena in something that isn't a car. Like, has anyone driven up in a motorcycle? Has anyone driven up? Um, Undertaker probably. This is true. Chuck Palumbo probably. Oh, Stone Cold. He rode it on the quad. Remember? Yeah. Uh, I guess it's true. Did he roll like? Yeah, but he. I remember him doing that like to the ring. But was there ever a thing where? They arrived at the arena, parked their motorcycle, and then walked in. Probably Undertaker. It has to be at some yeah, point. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that makes sense. Also, has Darby Allen ever rolled up to the AEW arena and parked his skateboard? <laughs> I would love to see it. I know it would be so dumb to watch on TV, but I would love to see him skate up, then like bike rack lock his skateboard <laughs> to the rack, and then walk away. Darby Allen rolls up. Let's see. Here we go. Let's write it. Darby Allen rolls up to Daly's place with with Superman by Goldfinger playing in the background. <laughs> it's Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Like, that's what I would see. If I was booking an independent territory, I would want to see someone like Dan the Dad, uh, right, like a backstage segment where Dan the Dad is riding up on his bike, locks it on the bike, and then, like, pumps the tires. Like, I, I want to see something stupid like that. I won't. I won't see that on national TV, but I want to see that in independent territory. Also, more independent territory should have backstage segments. That's just me. <laughs> Let's build some characters. Let's build some stories here, baby. Even if it's dumb, <laughs> I want to see it. Um. Anyways, good segment. <laughs> anyways, back to what we were Thank talking you. about. I liked it. Uh. Yeah. I'm, I'm Adam interested. Cole rolls up on his uh ten-speed bicycle. Perfect. Put it on the bike rack. Perfect. Uh, takes his. Takes his helmet off and then oh, begins safe. the interview i no, come on adam cole he's in he's in like his like tight he's in like his tight bike outfit come on let's be real adam cole's not wearing a helmet he's a badass <laughs> he doesn't wear a helmet ryan you know what's badass what safety oh, dang he's got me here <laughs> he's got me here folks uh well let's i like it i'm interested to see where this pay off i guess that's the only real takeaway i stretched i stretched the thing that isn't really a a moment just wait a build to a t- payoff for later into a, a 500 minute segment about pooping on a WWE title and riding a bike to an arena. 
podcasting, folks. Anyways, happening on Raw, making this match announcement now. Uh, it is going to be at Clash of Champions. Nia Jackson, Tamina taking on the team of Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. All right. Yes, not a huge surprise, probably, but it's coming to Clash of Champions, folks. Get excited. Uh, and moving into straight into these, I guess, the segment. It's really a video package. I'm just recapping the Viking Raiders, Daniel Bryan, Edge, Seth Rollins, Disciples feud, and everything that sort of happened up to this moment uh, as we lead into the Clash of Champions pay-per-view match between the Viking Raiders and the Disciples in a no-disqualification match for the Raw Tag Team Championships. All right. I like using video packages a lot, and I'm sure f- people have noticed. I like using video packages as like, you know how in like SmackDown versus Raw 06, 07, whatever it was, you can do like, um, like promo package or whatever, and it was like in place of a rivalry. That's what I, my brain, I think of video packages as are in this in our in our on our show, like in place of a rivalry. I'm gonna have this moment here where it's like, oh, this is what's happening up to this moment. Get ready for the pay-per-view, folks. Get ready for the pay-per-view. It's coming. It's coming. Around the corner. It's this Sunday. It's going to happen this Sunday. Open your mouth. Here comes the (laughs) (laughs) pay-per-view. Incredible. Perfect. All right. Match number two on SmackDown is a little bit of a... It could be a little bit of a preview to Clash of Champions. We have One Nation taking on Undisputed Era. Whoa. A little bit of a preview. Pretty big preview. In a non-title match. However, as Undisputed Era is making their entrance, One Nation attacked them from behind, which leads to my next segment, if I may. Go for it. A backstage brawl between One Nation and Undisputed Era where the two teams beat each other down back and forth throughout the entire backstage area. Until they finally make it full circle back to the ramp where One Nation throw Arrow off of the stage and through that fake-ass wooden floor thing. Perfect. They have sometimes on the side of the ring. Have like the... the, the you the... know the thing Sammy Guevara fell through it all out? Yes. They, they, they throw him through a table that just has various wires on it. Exactly. It's just like a random, ta- a random nothing table that looks like it's supposed to be maybe part of... Uh, like crew stuff but obviously isn't because it's just nothing if it was a part of crew stuff it wouldn't be on set (laughs) yeah exactly it wouldn't be on set and it's just a bunch of random wires oh my god i like that i i think i like that this whole i'm gonna just say segments ends up in a no no match no no draw whatever you know the match doesn't happen no contest yeah exactly so the match does not happen as a no contest i like it a little bit of like a preview in a non-title setting. Um, I think it's kind of interesting. Uh, making a no contest and end up in a huge brawl with One Nation, if I remember correctly. It was them standing tall. Yes. I because, uh, I believe last week we had uh, Undisputed Era attack One Nation. Correct. Correct. I, I like this. I like One Nation standing tall. We're building heat. Like, to me, in a weird way... Like I, I maybe it's just my biases because I like it, and that's like maybe also what this. If you imagine this in front of an arena full of fans, th- because they're both kind of heel groups, it, it's it's in terms of face heel dynamics, it's kind of just who the fans like more and who they would cheer for in a way. Mm-hmm. Um. So in a way, it 
there are no right answers there's no right answers but now when i think about it like i am leaning towards one nation cheering for them because they were attacked by undisputed era and then they turned into a brawl and then they got the upper hand on era here so it's mm. like they redeemed themselves last year so in a weird way i'm cheering for one nation and i don't know if that's because of the booking or if that's because i just like one nation a lot Mm-hmm. But that's I'm just thinking about pondering that and using and then applying that knowledge to future wrestling booking that happens in all universes. All right. Have you ever like learned anything about booking about during the show, Mikey? About like when you've done something and it's like, oh, okay, and then it makes you like understand better, I, I guess, for what happens yeah. in like WWE or AEW or something. Absolutely. Can, do can you think of an example? Because I'm trying to think of one right now. I don't, I don't think I think of one on top of my head, but it's definitely happened before. Yeah, it's definitely something that like I've payoff building and payoff has definitely made me realize because a lot of stuff that happens like people like crap on things immediately, mm-hmm. whether it be Raw or SmackDown or AEW or Impact or what have you. A lot of things people things happen. They're like, oh, it happens. They're crapping on now. But then it's in my brain, it's like, well, let's see how this plays out. Yeah, I think that's been a big lesson throughout this podcast is that don't immediately change something people don't like and let it play out to see if to see what your plans are. Because because like you can have plans that are addressing people's complaints Mm -hmm. and they don't know it yet. So sometimes I've learned to just let a story play out and do what I wrote first instead of immediately changing it stick to your guns yeah and i think sort of like aew is a program that does that a lot where they stick to their guns and uh not currently recording not only they stick to their guns but they they maybe adjust some things to make it more palpable but they Mm -hmm. do things like that like i know for a fact if this happened in the real world i would probably get shat on for abducting keith lee uh I mean, so would so would so would real life. I'm sure. Yeah, as I'm saying, like I think in real world life, if this happened in real life, I would probably get shat on as the Booker for abducting Keith Lee, my WWE champion, on the Build a Clash of Champions. But I would hope that people would be like, let's let's see where this goes. This is Roman Reigns has cut a cool promo, ideally. Uh, let's let's see where this goes. He's, He's gonna come back at some point, folks. Obviously. Is he? Or he's gone forever. He's gone forever. I that that's part of my thing about since doing that is like when do I bring back Keith Lee? <laughs> when is this? When is this happening? Uh, when, is, when is their WWE champion making his return? When is he making his return? Uh, so I believe it's back to me, Mikey, if I'm not mistaken, because you, it is. Am I doing the next two or am I just doing the one? I think I'm up to you, man. Uh, I'll do I'll do the next two since they're both women segments. Okay. I have two segments back to back. It's a backstage segment. The first one's up with Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Liv Morgan says that after SummerSlam, things have been rough. That match was mine, but you know everything is okay now. Things have been rough. Things have been a little rough. Now I must focus. We must focus. That's to focus on this Sunday against not one opponent, but two. One of which we won't know until Friday. Morgan continues saying that they have something to prove this Sunday and that they are a team that is here to stay. Watch out 
That is... I wonder what's happening on Friday. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Because right now it's Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley defending their titles against Keesig Catanzaro and Tegan Knox versus either the Iconics or Piper Niven and Candice LeRae. But we'll find that out later on SmackDown. Indeed. Indeed. The other backstage, the other backstage segment uh, in the women's division is Alexa Bliss is backstage. She's catching up with Nikki Cross in the trainer's room and asks why Nikki would ever do that. That being come out and uh, seemingly sacrifice herself to save Alexa Bliss. Nikki responds saying that you helped me last week. Figured I returned the favor. Alexa thanks her and they hug it out. We're even now. Goodbye forever. Goodbye. Well, we have the match on Sunday for prepare for. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, goodbye. Just Alexa Bliss is leaving. But Nikki Nikki's like, but we have the match. Goodbye. Bye. I'll take that coffee back. <laughs> goodbye. The week old coffee at this point. Yes. Yeah, so the coffee that she never drank. <laughs> she never drank. Uh, <laughs> just been sitting in the change room all week. You. <laughs> oh man so yeah that's those are those two segments mikey all right bring us bring us home what's happening on smackdown all right A- after that big backstage brawl we have a match between bailey and ember moon in which ember moon wins when sasha banks comes out and breaks up a, a pinfall attempt by bailey after bailey to belly uh and she puts moon's foot on the ropes without the ref noticing Ooh. uh so the count gets broken. Uh, Bailey gets distracted by this interference, and Moon hits the eclipse and gets the victory. After which, Oscar runs out and attempts to throw Bailey and attempts to throw Banks into the stairs, but she reverses it and tosses Oscar into the stairs, and then crushes Oscar's arm between the stairs and the ring post. Oh my god! Then she helps Moon beat down Bailey, and Sasha holds the title high. Yeah, baby. Yeah. So yes, yeah, Sasha may have lost earlier, but she did get her revenge. I see now. I see it. We just talked about it. It played out. I shouldn't have. Maybe I still. Part of me still thinks that you should have your challenger win the match, but mm-hmm. you did it in a way that you built up Asuka and which lowered Sasha, but then got the heat back on Sasha and Ember Moon by having Moon win her match via interference in a way, and then beating down Asuka as well and Bailey which got the heat back on Banks and, and Moon. So it, you bought them back up. You built up everybody in a way. Besides Bailey, I guess. She, Bailey. Got beat, she got beat. But she's the champion, so she's kind of okay, I guess. I built up everybody except for Bailey in this one. So that's fine. But she, yeah, but like I said, she's the champion. So in a way... I tried to protect Bailey a little bit by doing like a weird finish. Yes. I get, yeah, that's also true. She, she lost... Ball. You protect her in a way because she lost via interference. She didn't lose, but clean or anything. Mm-hmm. So, but that, but that's not really building her up. That's protecting her from a worse outcome in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I see it. I, as I see it all fold out in front of you, Mikey. I like it. I like it a lot. I think that was a good. That was a really. I'm good glad. Booking. I'm glad you came back around on it. Yeah, I'm going to delete my tweet from earlier. <laughs> oh, uh, thank goodness. And uh, be like, okay, you know what? The tweet that already has the tweet that's already been screenshotted and liked a thousand times and retweeted. Much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so sorry, guys. Got to delete it. I take back <laughs> what I was saying. It was a good, good idea. Ah, uh, geez. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I only have three more segments here, Mikey. Do you want to do another one? Sure. All right. After after that match, we have a video package hyping up the debut of Cedric Alexander back on SmackDown. How dare you! How dare you <laughs> see my my boy? Rubbing it right in your face, my boy. 
What have you done to my boy? My boy. What is that from? Is that from something? Godfather. What have you done to my boy? <laughs> I don't know why it's making me laugh. What if? Look how they met. Hold on, I'm looking up. How... Yeah, it's got. It's the Godfather. Look how they massacred my boy. My boy. I thought it was a <laughs> Simpsons thing. It's probably a Simpsons thing. Uh. So, anyways, moving back on, we have the finals. Number one contenders match tournament. The finals matchup: Andrade versus MVP. Here, Mikey. Uh, your pick here from the beginning was King Corbin, and sadly he lost uh, to MVP last week. I'm gonna keep picking King Corbin until it's the right pick. That's fair. Uh, MVP is now against Andrade, not King Corbin. Against Andrade, uh, Mikey, you and I never thought it would come to this final matchup. Uh, like I said, no. <laughs> like again, like I said weeks ago, this was supposed to be King Corbin versus Chad Gable with Gable winning. But uh, the audible has been called. The die has been cast, and the winner here is the Mister Three Hundred Five Pitbull. No, just kidding. MVP. Like MVP wins. MVP wins the whole thing. MVP wins the whole thing. Wow. Okay. So you threw me the unexpected curveball of having MVP get this far, and then I was like, MVP versus Andrade. Psh, Andrade's got this all the way. But MVP takes home the victory? MVP takes home the victory. He will be challenging. He returns, wins the tournament, and will be challenging Sheamus for the Intercontinental Championship this Sunday at Clash of Champions. Uh, But, of course, after the match, while MVP is celebrating, Sheamus runs in and Brogue kicks MVP, laying him out. Is the the Brogue kick in the... The boot that MVP does are the same thing, except one's just not in the corner. Yes, and one's Irish, and that's a huge difference, Mikey. You, the Irish, the Irishness really adds a huge factor. The Irishness adds it adds a one point five damage multiplier. Yeah, you can't discount the Irish, the Irishness of that one kick. I mean, MVP is cool, but like, it's like it, like it, like it's like MVP. It's like MVP and Seamus are Pokemon, and MVP is weak to Irish. <laughs> weak to and the bro, the bro kick is just a super effective move. I thought you were gonna say like it's like it's like um, Eevee or something, and then like Irish bro kick is like a Flareon evolution where it's like <laughs> there's different branches to the Eevee evolution. Brogion, bro, bro- <laughs> Brogion. Oh, I love it. I want can I get some artwork? Is is, MV, is MVP is the evolution of uh if you give it an MVP stone, uh is it just Balleron? Probably Balleron, <laughs> Brogion, and just Seamus as a as a Pokemon. As like an Eevee type Pokemon. Uh other guys that do big boots. Um uh well it's not just a it's not just a big boot it's a pump kick um there's a difference between a a a pump kick and a big boot is it a claim claymorion claymore i don't know what a claymore is it's kind of like a it's like a it's like a flying big boot yeah it's like a flying drop kick thing it's it's like a single leg drop kick but also to the face yeah macion nah that's nothing I don't know. I think Drurion. I, I, I like. I listen. I like Claymoreon the best. You, you tell us, audience, what you like the best. Um. Well, let's move back over to SmackDown, Mikey. 
as we re- re- await the results of what is the best Pokemon in that sense. Uh, so, right. yes, MVP wins, challenging Clutch Champions this Sunday. All right. We Next up, we have our semi-main event, our big tag team match. Piper, Divin, and Candice Lurie taking on the Iconics for the chance to uh, get entered into that triple threat for the Women's Tag Team Championships this Sunday. And in this match, Piper, Divin, and Candice Lurie pick up the victory, securing their Whoa. spot as champions, beating the Iconics. Piper Niven and Candice LeRae getting the big victory. I'm, I'm gonna and say, in this match, I'm going to have LeRae pin Billy Kay. Okay. I'm not too surprised. Piper Niven has pretty much dominated the Iconics by herself. Picking up Candice LeRae, who's also a huge uh, uh, star, uh, defeating the Iconics is good. It hurts. This is this is this sucks for the Iconics, but I'm very interested now. Uh, Piper Niven and Candice LeRae versus Casey Contazaro and Tegan Knox versus Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. A match only exists in this universe, Mikey. Clash of Champions, triple threat for the Women's Tag Team Championship. Very intrigued about how this is going down this Sunday. Me as well. Uh, I'm very intrigued. You know what else I'm intrigued for this Sunday, Mikey? What else? That is for that is the Raw Women's Title match between Baszler and Bianca Belair. All right. But we can't make it official without nothing better than a contract signing. A uh, contract signing. The only way to make things official on kayfabe. Yes. Uh, so Baszler walks out, I should note, by herself. Uh, <gasps> B- Bianca signs her contract and says that the Raw Women's Championship is why she became a wrestler. It is the pinnacle of greatness in this division and is the embodiment of everything I am. I am the EST of Raw. You, Shayna, are nothing but a flunky UFC fighter. Sure, you're good in the... The EST of Raw doesn't hit as hard as the EST of NXT. It does not. Uh, Sure, you are good in the ring, but I'm better. And it don't matter because I already proved it by beating your ass weeks ago. I am the best, Shayna. I am taking... I already proved it. I beat your ass weeks ago. I'm the best, Shayna, and I'm taking the Raw Women's Championship... Shane responds with, you and what army? Oh, wait, you got none. Yikes. You act all tough, Bianca, but when I was choking out your friend Naomi, you ran away from her. And more importantly, me. What I've done in the UFC and WWE is one thing that is make you fear me. Yikes. You can talk a big game, and sure, you beat me once, but when this caged animal has her back against the wall, you know for a fact that I am dangerous. You have no one in your corner, Bianca, and I'm going to rip you apart. Shayna signs the contract and leaves. She doesn't need a fight. She just instills fear and Are leaves. Are you telling me during this contract signing there's not a single broken table? No. Is that two weeks in a row you've had a contract signing with no broken table? You and I have actively been not having contract signings and and, and fights for we're a while so, now you're so good at booking ryan we are we are we're getting we're Our getting rid of those tropes never end in a brawl we're getting rid of those tropes um uh, but yeah so uh that is what's happening that is the match is set at clash of champions it's gonna be baszler versus bianca belair will naomi naomi be there i don't know <laughs> i don't know what am i a booker <laughs> get off my back <laughs> all right Next up on SmackDown, we have our main event, the 12-man battle royal for the number one contendership to the United States Championship. 
We have Mustafa Ali versus Rey Mysterio versus Drew Gulak versus Mojo Rawley versus Dolph Ziggler versus Jeff Hardy versus Samoa Joe versus Oni Lorcan versus Robert Roode versus Humberto Curio versus Shelton Benjamin versus Dominic Mysterio. <sighs> and <a> in this, <laughs> indeed, in this match, Mustafa Ali gets the victory. Mustafa Ali. Yes. Mustafa Ali. That makes it official. Then it's Mustafa Ali versus Tommaso Ciampa. Yes. Mustafa Ali taking out some big names in this. I like, I, I want to give him a push. I need to figure out, I need, I was trying to figure out where I could do it. And I think this is the start of his, of a good, of a, of a good moment where I have literally anyone able to take on Tommaso Ciampa at this point. True. So why I figured it pick would be a good point to start that push. I was I've been thinking about. Yeah, why not just pick a guy and give him this moment? Also, yeah. I like it. Mustafa Ali versus Tommaso Ciampa. I don't think is a match that has happened in WWE ever. I'm booking, I'm booking it as the light versus the dark. Ooh, I like that a lot. I'm looking it up right now in cage match to see if they've ever locked horns. Um. I don't believe they have. They did each compete in the um, the Cruiserweight Classic a number of years ago, but I don't think they came into contact with each other. Interesting. So I, I'm, I'm running, running the search now. I don't think they came in contact. I think they were on different sides of the tournament maybe. I don't quite remember. But I, I, this could be a first-time matchup. And if it is, Mikey, still, I'm very excited for it. Tommaso Ciampa versus Mustafa Ali, uh, that should be great. That that should be great. Uh, they have never – oh, my God. Ali versus Ciampa. I went all the way back from 2008 because I was like, sure, that's far back enough, 12 years ago. The only match they have ever been in the same ring with is Survivor Series 2019. Whoa. In the men's elimination triple threat. That is the only match they've ever been in the same ring with. Ha- did they have an interaction with each other? I don't even remember. Um, but that is the only interaction they've ever had. This is a first-time matchup, folks. Mustafa Ali versus Tommaso Ciampa, United States Championship. I'm excited. Me too. I think it's a good choice. Uh, um, I have to look at the list of people. To see if it was a, if I like that pick the most, and I think I do. I'll be honest. I I am taking a quick look, Mikey. I like that. Mo- I like that the most. I think of anyone to give the match. I like Mustafa Ali the most because you could give it to Smo Joe. You can give it to Oni Lorcan, and those people have had past interactions against Pete Dunne for the title. Mm-hmm. You can give it to Carrillo, but then you know you're talking. You're talking. He, Carrillo's had a heel turn, I guess. You're talking. You can give it to Dominic, but maybe too early. Um, I, I think. Ali is a good pick. Gulak could have also been interesting, but I think Ali is a better pick. All yeah, I was between I was between Ali, Gulak, and Joe. I think. Was there? I mean, that was actually a question I wanted to ask. Was there any uh, key eliminations that you wanted to point out that you can think of? There is one where I will say um, Dominic is trying to hold someone in place, uh, so Mysterio can eliminate them, but then they slip out of the way, and Mysterio eliminates Dominic by accident. Oh geez, yeah. Oh, father eliminating son by mistake. Ooh, interesting. That cannot be good. No, for that relationship. Interesting, interesting, interesting little note there. Okay, well then let's head back over. Let that play in the air a little bit. Um, 
And let's head over to the main event of Monday Night Raw here, Mikey. All right. It is AJ Styles versus Aleister Black in your main event. (gasps) Uh, It should be stated that Roman Reigns is watching this match from behind. From behind? No, sorry. From from backstage. (laughs) Roman Reigns is looking at – Roman Reigns is, like, at the TV, but he has his back to it. (laughs) Roman Reigns – Roman Reigns is in the arena, but he's, like, behind the crowd. Like, he's up in the skybox, I guess. He's behind the camera, so you can't really see him. He's watching this match from behind AJ Styles, following his every move in the ring. Exactly. Exactly. Roman Reigns is watching the match just right behind Michael Cole. Just, just like, right. He's, he's like, squeezed in. He's like, hey. Just behind Michael Cole, just like. (sighs) Just don't look at me. Don't look at me. But this is a staring dead ahead like sweat dripping from his forehead exactly this is of course the one-on-one match styles versus alistair black styles has been wanting this match because he's saying he wasn't done with alistair black so this is your main event match here tonight and i will say mikey that the winner is aj styles Ooh, big win for the country boy aj styles getting the win proving that you know he did he gets his revenge on alistair black but also proving that maybe he does deserve a title shot and guess what mikey i'll announce it here for AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns versus Aleister Black. <gasps> Triple threat, number one contender for the WWE Championship. A number one contenders match? Yes. Because Roman You're can't right. defend the title he doesn't own. Champions, Ryan. Roman Reigns cannot defend a title he does not own. You have ruined Clash of Champions. Keith Lee is not here. Keith Lee is not here. And guess what? At least I'm doing the number one contenders match. Uh, I guess. I will say, in an alternate timeline when Keith Lee isn't abducted, this was going to be the fatal four-way. You know, hey, you know what this is perfect for? What? No, you have a championship, but no champion. It's time to bring back the championship scramble. Ooh. <laughs> the championship scramble. Oh, man. That would be great. Doing doing it in a hell cell next pay per view cycle, perfect. So you can bring, so you get. Wait, Keith Lee's gonna be gone that long? Oh, that's true. I don't know when. When is Keith Lee coming back? That's a good question. I don't know. That's up to you, man. I guess that's true. Uh, do I have? Do I haven't written down where he's coming back? I. Do I know? Uh, yeah, I know when he's coming back. Okay. Cool. 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 <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Keith Lee is not going to be at Clash of Champions defending his WWE Championship. He is still kidnapped. We have no idea where he is. He's still kidnapped. He's still kidnapped. Uh, but there's going to be a triple threat. Winner becomes number one contender for the WWE Championship. Will it be Styles? Will it be Black? Will it be Roman Reigns? Find out this Sunday at Clash of Champions. Sunday, Sunday. Mikey, you got one more segment, I hear. I got one more segment over on SmackDown. Drew McIntyre heads heads into his trophy room and finds it absolutely destroyed. Shit on the walls. Uh, <laughs> piss in the corners. Everything is broken. Everything is destroyed. There is nothing left. And the Undisputed Era logo a, is spray painted on the wall. There's a bottle of liquid with a snake <laughs> writhing around. <laughs> Snake's not alive in a Mushu. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I was distracted by my joke. What was the ending there? <laughs> Uh, everything is broken and the Undisputed Era logo is spray painted on the wall uh, Drew looks at the camera and says you know what Cole after I won this title I was feeling like I didn't have a reason to be the hunter anymore 
Now you've, but now you've lit a fire under me, and you're gonna feel the consequences this Sunday. Ooh, baby. And that's it. That's all we get Ooh, from baby. Ooh, baby. Drew McIntyre, Adam Cole, baby. That's what I'm excited for. Sorry, baby. That's what I'm excited for. Holy crap. Clash of Champions is surely being built up as a great card, folks. I'm excited. Why don't you go download WWE Network for free? You don't even have to go to the WWE Network. All you got to do is go to it's iTunes free. and subscribe. The whole thing is free with your first month and the rest of your months. Mikey, let's go over the Clash of Champions card. Well, before we do that, the show's not exactly over. I'm not... Before we go over the Clash of Champions card, the show is not exactly over, actually. Because factually, I won the poll, which means... <gasps> no! Because, like I said at the top of the show, there's real ramifications that happen. If you lose, you get the randomizer poll on you. It's a list of, like, 40-ish things. 42 wow. things. There's a lot. I think we, we've decided it's a ton. It's a ton. 40-plus items where things could help, things could hurt. Most of them hurt. But uh, that's what you get. You write a better card, I guess. Things can help, things can hurt, and most of them hurt. Not a lot of them help. So I'm going to hit the randomizer here on ya, Mikey. Let's ah. find out what happens. Uh, because of my win, the uh, I should say the, the record uh, is 5-11-6. SmackDown with five wins, Raw 11. There have been six ties. You're blowing me out here. I'm blowing you out. But you you kept kept I've blown you out, but you've also kept each other at bay six times. That's true. Uh, which is very interesting to me that there's been six ties. Uh, but and to be fair, one of those ties is uh, Sean Laraway booking NXT and writing better than us. <laughs> to be That's fair, to be fair, that is what one of those are. Um, the randomizer is still loading. Ooh, 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 man. Never a good sign. Hopefully you have insurance. Oh, no. Roll a D-whatever to see what wrestler Ryan. gets hurt. Then a D-20 plus 10. Ryan. The go-home show, baby. Then a D-20 plus 10 to see oh how many weeks are out. Oh, my God. Everyone on my card is probably... Oh, okay. No, we have to have the Battle Royal. You have the Battle Royal, which could save your ass. That could save me. <laughs> that could save you. Uh, So how many wrestlers... Wrestled on this card. We got Banks. We got Asuka. That's two. One Nation Undisputed Era brings up to six. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 22, 3, 4, 24. 24? Yes, because we have 12. Piper Niven, is 14. Iconics is 16. Bailey Amber Moon is 18. One Nation is 20. Undisputed Era is 22. Banks is... 23, Oscar's 24. Okay, well, for the injury, Mikey, I rolled a 7. So 7 plus 10. This person, whoever it is, is going to be out for 17 weeks. <sighs> it hurts every time. It never. It's never, never great. It's never great, Mikey. Uh, Did you count? What's that? Did you count? Did I count what? Did you count who it was? No, no. This is the injury. This is this is the injury. I've not counted. I've not rolled the dice on who is being injured. Oh, okay. I got scared for a second because uh, you said you said you rolled a seven. Yes. Uh, and I got scared because seven was Bailey. <laughs> well, then I guess you got to hope that I don't roll another seven. I hope so. 
Um, 17, 17 weeks. This is SmackDown, right? So 17 weeks from September. What is this Friday? The 18th, 2020. Mm -hmm. 17 weeks from September 18th is January 15th, 2021. That is around Royal Rumble time. I don't have written down here when the Royal Rumble is, but that's, you know, it's January. So what was what did you say? It was twenty four contestants. Twenty four. And the price is wrong. Here we go. Rolling a D twenty four, Mikey. Hoping for a high number, so it could be a battle royal participant. Mikey, terrified, sweating through his tank. Always sweating. <laughs> uh, I'm terrified for you, buddy. No, you're not. <laughs> no, this is fine. It sucks. I don't know if it is. <laughs> it's a five. So, so Banks is one. Banks era. is Asuka. Asuka's two. One Nation is three and four. Era. It's either Bobby Fish or Kyle. Oh my god, Roger Strong's already injured. Era is falling. <laughs> is Adam Cole? Is Ruby Riot gonna sub in? <laughs> Ruby Ruby Riot and and either Fish and O'Reilly versus One Nation. Yes, baby. Well, uh, I mean, I, I'll let you decide. You're going to give it to Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly. He's getting this injury. Um, Flip me a coin. Okay. Uh, uh, who is heads? Who's tails? Fish's fish is heads. O'Reilly's tails. Fish's head. O'Reilly's tails. Heads. Bobby Fish. Constantly uh, getting injured. Uh, bummer. So now Bobby Fish and Roger Strong are injured. Yes, Roger Strong only injured for this six. Is what I get. This is what I get for trying to push Era. This. Uh, Era's our tag team champions. That is. This is true. You can still have ah! Cole sub in. It still works. Cole when did could sub in? But honestly, I kind of do like the idea of Riot subbing in. I mean, if it was possible. When was Roderick Strong injured? Roderick Strong... Oh, wait, he was only injured for like six weeks, right? Correct. So I'm looking back to see... He's he. I don't think he's going to be available. He was injured in between show number five, the go-home show and SummerSlam. Okay. He returns not next week's Hit the Books, but the week Damn. following. Oh, so close. Uh, oh, Sony DeVille is also returning. <laughs> Oh right, Sony Deville returns. Uh, Sony Deville was not f- not drafted. Injured, not drafted. Yeah, she was injured for months. She was injured for we have it written down here somewhere. She was injured for uh, twenty five weeks. So he won't be available this Sunday at Clash of Champions, but Roger Strong is returning. So. All you have to do is get through Clash of Champions, and then you could have Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly defend the titles. Assuming they retain. Assuming they retain. Cole have to have two matches? He's done it before. He's done it before in NXT. Mikey, thoughts? (laughs) This is a bummer. This is a huge bummer that I'm losing Bobby Fish because I I was so on on rails to push Undisputed Era. I feel like every time we're on rails to push Undisputed Era, something bad happens. 
I kind of agree. You know, I kind of agree with that, and that's what sucks, right? That's what ultimately sucks. We have to stop pushing era because something bad's gonna happen if we do. It it always seems to happen for some odd reason. Era gets starts getting pushed, and then they get injured. This happens before. This has happened before with us, where we you, we were using them, but and then it's like something happened where. Bobby Fish got injured at, at the point where they started using them. Um, and, like, they were like, oh, okay, what are we going to do? And then Bobby Fish was gone. This is, like, the third time Bobby Fish has been injured. Um, so it's just a, a big old mess, uh, Undisputed Era. But, uh, you know, uh, you know when, you're, when you got the Era, you got uh, backups. Mikey, uh, so sorry that I had to injure more people, but, uh, you know, that's them's the breaks. Them's the rolls of the dice. I don't think you're very sorry, Ryan. I am. I am, and I reject the notion that you don't think I am. Hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, I heard that. <laughs> well, you I, 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 I know you love injuring people because it just keeps getting you wins. <laughs> I, this is my payback for you injuring Chad Gable <laughs> and, taking, and taking Cedric Alexander from me. You, what about you injuring a bunch of other people on my roster first? Like who? Like a bunch of other people on my roster. I, I haven't. Can't even, I can't even remember. Danny Birch. I don't Danny know. Doctor Strong. I can't. Now Poppy Fish. You three for one to me. I feel like I feel like whenever I've injured someone, it's always been on the short term for you. Twenty six weeks for Danny Birch. No, that's that's not what I meant. What I mean is like it's always been on the shirt. I mean, I don't know what your long term plans are, but to me, it's like uh, I enter Roderick Strong. I, also, it's very funny. I entered Danny Birch right before a tag title match at SummerSlam. I injured Roderick Strong right before a United States title match at SummerSlam. I then injured Bobby Fish right before a title match. <laughs> title match at Clash Champions. Uh, so maybe Bobby Fish got injured in that brawl, I'm guessing, is what happened. Um, yeah, it must have been that last fall that got him. It must have been. Um, yeah, so I've always ruined title matches for you. <laughs> Your dog thinks yeah, it's funny, man. too. <laughs> yeah, my dog thinks it's hilarious, apparently. <laughs> oh, man. I, I didn't think about that. Man, I have done that a lot. <laughs> I don't know why. It's not me doing it on purpose. You know it's just the roll of the dice, my dude. But uh, I know that doesn't help. Me saying that doesn't help. Well, maybe this will get you excited. Maybe this will get you excited. Let's go over. Let's sell folks at home Clash of Champions and why they should subscribe and get ready for this pay-per-view extravaganza this Sunday, Mikey. Uh, We got the card in front of you and me. And in no particular order, these are your matches, folks. Um, of course, we'll have two pre-show matches, but again, this is in no particular order. Uh, we've got just going down right down the card. Every other person, Mikey Sheamus versus MVP for the Intercontinental Championship. Mikey. Next up, we got Oscar versus Ember Moon in a Last Woman Standing match. Next, we got Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley versus Casey Contenzaro and Tegan Knox from NXT versus Piper Niven and Candice LeRae from SmackDown. A little bit of a Survivor Series kind of dealio here for the women's tag team championship triple threat. After that, we got AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns versus Aleister Black for a number, a number one contenders match for the WWE championship. Yes. Uh, ignore that. Ignore that last thing. 
It's fine. You're the last thing where I revealed my answer to Mikey. That's fine. Maybe it was a giveaway. Maybe it made sense. Who knows? <laughs> Moving on. We got the Viking Raiders versus, with uh, with Brian in their corner versus the Disciples with Rollins in the corner for the Raw Tag Team Championship in a no disqualification match. After that, we got Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. Then we have Nia Jackson Tamina versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. After that, we got Drew McIntyre and Adam Cole t- taking each other on for the Universal Championship. Uh, do I have it not written down here? I don't think I have it on here, actually. Let me write this down. Uh, but we also have Mustafa Ali versus Tommaso Ciampa for the United States Championship. Yes. And I don't, and after- I don't have this written down, but Mikey, what is that last one? Uh, after this, we have Sasha Banks taking on Bayley for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Which is One Nation versus Undisputed Era. Kind of up in the air now, but that was the last match here. Yeah. Well, I, forget, that's, I was confused because I, like, I, I skipped Banks and Bailey going to those other things. I was like, oh, I forgot to write One Nation Undisputed Era here. <laughs> so yeah, that is Clash of Champions, folks. This Sunday is when that podcast episode will be out. So you can subscribe now, of course, um, to you know Spotify, iTunes, Google Play Store, YouTube. And that will be coming down the pipeline, coming down the feed when it drops this Sunday, our pay-per-view special of Clash of Champions, where you get to hear the entire results of that pay-per-view. Huge things uh, coming in store there. Mikey, I'm very excited for this pay-per-view. I'm excited for every pay-per-view. And I'm not only hyping it for the listeners at home, but I'm also just saying it generally. I am very legitimately excited for every pay-per-view because – we've had this conversation several times. It's the lynch point, right? It's like the point of like, we build all of these stories and then it unfurls after that. I'm very like, you know, I'm always very excited for the possibilities of what a pay-per-view can do. Indeed. Indubitably. Indubitably, sir. Well, that is it for this week's episode of hit the books. Like I said, please subscribe um, to whatever podcast platform, wherever you get, wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm sure this podcast feed is there. So subscribe to it. If you haven't already, if you can, leave a review, five stars or more, on iTunes. We would greatly appreciate it. It helps us out a lot by only taking 30 seconds of your day. Uh, it really helps us out immensely. So if you could, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at HitTheBooksPod, where you can then vote. It's that pinned tweet that is at the top of our uh, Twitter page, where you can vote on who had the better card. Was it my version of Raw? Uh, or was it Mikey's version of SmackDown? You can vote on who had the better card this week in that t- poll tw- pinned at the top of our page. Uh, so definitely go and vote there. Like I said, huge ramifications every single time. Uh, so folks, you at home, I'm passing the buck to you. You injured uh, Roger Strong. You injured Danny Birch, and you've whoa, injured whoa, Bobby whoa, Fish. Whoa, 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 They did not. It's your fault. What, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm passing the buck to them. You made the roll. Passing the pat buck to them. Uh, it is all on them. I've done nothing. I'm the perfect human, the per- perfect booker. I'm the Nostradamus of booker booking. <laughs> We're like the Nostradamus of booger. Gotcha, idiot. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> We're telling people to subscribe to the show. We're giving that content away for free. That should be a Patreon exclusive joke. Um, Mikey, anything to plug? Uh, go watch Independent Waters every Wednesday on this show where me and my co-host Zach Batista review a bunch of independent wrestling matches from across the land. And our one rule is no AEW, no WWE, and no New Japan. 
If you have listened to Mikey's Indy 500 in the past, uh, the show is very similar in the sense that it's basically an independent wrestling review show. Uh, uh, but we got a guest in Zach Batista, a great guy. You heard him last week on this program. So if you haven't already, again, strongly recommend go checking that out. Uh, just search up Independent Wars, subscribe to this podcast feed, or you can subscribe to this own RSS feed. It's totally up to you. Uh, I remember on this pod. I remember on this feed, give it five six star reviews, and then on the Independent Waters feed, give it six five star reviews. Yes. Yeah, so if it's not confusing now, it will be. <laughs> so then, thank you so much, everybody. Go check out Independent Waters. It's a really good show, Mikey. You did a really good job putting that show thank together you. and bringing in Zach. And I really like the show. Generally, it's not just me. It's uh, Zach too. He's a, he's great. He he just he loves independent wrestling just as much as I do, and he's a great co-host, and I love having him. And we're already getting great feedback on the show, so if you haven't listened to it yet, go check it out. Uh, and also, you know, we'll have when, those, when we put out the tweets uh, advertising the show, There's there'll be the thread of all the matches, so you can check it out. And there's also a yes. list of the matches in the podcast description, so you can always check it out there as well. But definitely go mm-hmm. check it out. Genuinely, I really like the show, Mikey. Uh, but that is all for this week's episode of Hit the Books. For Mikey, I've been Ryan. Again, thank you, everybody. We'll see you this Sunday for Clash of Champions. Until then, we've got two words for you. Book it. This has been a Countout Podcast.